Welcome to the Bean Ball, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. My name is Joey Price. And my name is Brady O'Callaghan. And with us today, we have a very special guest. Please welcome uh, one of my oldest and dearest friends, Brian Polk. Hello. Thank you for having me. Wow. A rousing oh round of applause. <laughs> Crowd goes wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brian is with us today to talk about the San Diego Padres. Yes. Uh, where uh, he grew up. And I grew up, mm-hmm. and we did that together. <laughs> yeah, and um, and also kind of droughts and curses yeah. in baseball, mm-hmm. um, long playoff droughts and things like that. And uh, it's very exciting to have you here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I love it. I, I just I've listened to a bunch of episodes. First time, long time. <laughs> hey, we, <laughs> we love to hear. We that. love to hear it. Yeah, Brian joins us all the way from. Brian is in New York right now, but he he uh, hails currently from Hollyweird. Yeah, Whoa. kind of what I like to call it. That's right. That's a fun nickname. Yeah, I hope I that like, catches on. I kind of like to subvert the status quo a little bit. You uh, know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not Hollywood. <laughs> no, it's or Hollywood. even Hollywoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Harley, Har- Hollyweed. Remember that one? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's <laughs> where they changed the sign to say Hollyweed. That's yeah, good, that's a really that good was a one. good one. Pretty good. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hardly words. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're very, very thrilled to have you in the flesh today. Thank you. Uh, with us. I'm excited to be here. Um. Well, yeah. Let's just jump into it. As always, uh, we got a little bit of news to talk about. Yeah. Some stuff happened in baseball this week. Um. This was a fun, weird thing. Uh. It, the. At the Dodgers game the other day, Dodgers-Yankees, in the uh, top of the ninth inning, Max Muncy was fielding a throw at second base and kind of took a hard slide, and there was a runner that was going to third, and he flopped, essentially. He kind of faked an injury so that time would be called, and the runner that was on third wouldn't be able to score. Uh, he the, the slide took him out, for oh. sure, and then as a way to, like, stall he you know he kind of was on the ground for a little bit and afterwards he admitted like yeah there i think he said there was a little bit of soccer in that whoa (laughs) euro (laughs) euro trash invading (laughs) sport (laughs) (laughs) i do love the uh throwing some shade at uh soccer there Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. but if it works I guess it works. Don't it, you, do you guys hate Max Mun- Muncy? Yeah, I, I don't really care about Max Muncy. Uh-huh. It's just, it's like, oh, one, and one of these guys that's going to just hit 35 home runs for It is annoying. Forever. It's an annoying thing about the Dodgers <laughs> that yes. they just have an endless, like, yeah, supply of those guys. They just go get them in the back. Have you seen that, um, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, The Sixth Day, where only the XFL exists and they just get clones? Like, and the football player will like break their neck and they'll just bring out its clone. <laughs> oh my God. That's just how it starts. That's how the movie starts. <laughs> That's the future of baseball That's right the future there. of baseball. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm excited to see uh-huh. that. Max Muncy goes down. You bring out another <laughs> Another Max, Max Muncy. Muncy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, 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 it, this did kind of make me like Max Muncy a little bit yeah. and that he owned up to it at, right away afterwards, I think like does show something that's kind of fun about him, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. And, like, probably only pissed off the Yankees more, and that's oh, not yeah. bad. Yeah. We're all for that. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's not yeah. any different different than the, like, hidden ball trick, I think. Right. I, think. I guess it's, like, and it's maybe kind of, like, the umpire's called time, so it's, like, 
on the umpires, mm-hmm. you know, more than it's on him too. Yeah, I kind of do think that there is a a little bit of a, a tradition in baseball of like little s- slight cheats, and mm-hmm. if you get away with it, wow, what a story! And yeah. if you don't get away with it, we got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, corked bats. Yeah, uh, Crisco on the ball. Anything mm-hmm. like that? They cover themselves in like um, spray on. Uh, 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 What's it called? SPF. You know, sunscreen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like, you know, that's and like wet their hair. Oh, yeah, and, sure. Like, to like help. Yeah, help the, yeah, help to get like, better yeah. grips on the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't cheat, but if you're going to, hey, own up to it. What sure. a story. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, some sad news. Very sad news. Mm-hmm. Jose Ramirez is injured. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Thank Broken you. Broken hand Bro- yeah, bone it's like hamate, hamate bone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's this tiny little bone in his like palm. And and just when he, he was looking re- very good, he was looking really good. Um, yeah, I think it's like four to six weeks out, immobilized, and then another like four to six weeks after that of traditional rehab time. Uh, so, so I think he's, he's like he's done for the season. I think he's done for the season. Ugh. That I would. That was like a normal timetable for a sure. normal person. He, you know, he might be four to six weeks and then another week. Yeah. So if if and when they get deep into the win it all playoffs yeah. and win it all. Yeah. When they get to the World Series, maybe even if he's not back, they'll just still add him to the roster so that maybe game seven he comes in and maybe hits like the game winning home run. Yeah, I mean, if they make it to Game Seven, I don't. They might take it in four. <laughs> I'm just worried that this is gonna is gonna taint the legacy of the World Series championship this sure, year because it's like for the team because it's not. He wasn't really a part of it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, we'll win and we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, uh, Louisiana beat Curacao in the Little League World Series yesterday. Our wow. our USA boys. Uh, they beat Curacao. They were tall. They were. They tall. were very tall. They were tall boys. Yeah, and um, uh, uh, so I don't know. That's fun. It's good. Good. It, it it was fun to watch. It wasn't a great game, but like the sportsmanship in little league baseball is really fun, and like de- it's like demanded upon them, and but yet still they do it. Yeah, and I kind of like watching that. Yeah, for um, sure. And I found uh, uh, we talked about this. Talked about it last week, but I found out while watching it this week that they they lowered the age that it used to be that if you were thirteen you could play, and they changed that that like no thirteen year olds could play uh, in it this year, so it was all ten to twelve year olds, mm-hmm. which I do think like helped the uh, entertainment. There was less. I, I caught only a few games, but there seemed to be a little less like. This pitcher, if he pitches, you know, we'll win this game. Yeah. And if he doesn't, like, they'll lose this game yeah. or something like that. Huh. Yeah. It was a little more like they had to rely on everybody who pitched and, and stuff like that. Just, yeah. It seemed a little more even. Maybe. Yeah. Like a, th- a 13-year-old pitcher could just strike everybody out, but a 12-year-old right. pitcher has a harder time doing that. Have basically. you guys talked about Curacao on the podcast? Like <laughs> the little Dutch island that has, I think it has more baseball players yes. per capita than any place. Really? Yeah. In the world, I mean, it, I mean, Dominican Republic. Obviously, it's hard to like if you see the list. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah, you know, players from the Dominican Republic. It's like two hundred and eighty, like just on a regular day. Yeah, but but like, I think Curacao. I mean, Andrew Jones is from Curacao. Oh, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, Kenley Jansen. 
Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, a guy on, uh, a kid on the Curacao team had like two brothers who previously had made the Little League World Series from Curacao and one of whom is on the A's right now. Cool. Profar? Yeah, Jurics and Pro- Profar. They uh, yes. have such good Dutch names. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. So, That's yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's fun. And in a true World Series, too. Mm-hmm. A true World Series, mm-hmm. which, is, which is great about it. Yeah. I think it's pretty fair that the as soon as you're able to go to like your um, middle school dances, you can no longer be in the Little League World Series. I yeah, think. that's a good cutoff. It's a trade. Yeah. You get to go and have a great time at your little at your uh, middle little school league dances. <laughs> your little league dances. <laughs> I played little league until I was like about ten, and then discovered children's theater <laughs> where Joey and I met. Yep, and, and I also stopped playing baseball to pursue a career in children's. Because I was like, well, I was like ten years old. And like you, when you try out, you have to like hang out and make small talk with a bunch of other ten-year-old boys who are like complete strangers. Yeah, I, I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, I'll make at, small at talk point. with ten-year-old boys and girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Backstage, you yeah. know, doing your cool. Amen. My thing was that I I was very good at Little League until I got to a point where everybody was bigger than me, and then it was like, oh, I'm bad at this because I can't compete with these and i did not like it i just stopped liking to play yeah yeah it yeah it's rarely fun to be um bad at something are Mm -hmm. we all left hand are we all left-handed hitters yeah we are all left-handed i mean nothing makes you and throwers feel more special than being left-handed in little league i think yeah yeah (laughs) oh yes for sure yeah yeah, absolutely. But you get hit by the ball. I mean, to me, I think I got hit by the ball a lot. I would. I started. I got the yips. That's why I couldn't do it anymore. I got the yips, man. Like I, they were. The ball kept hitting me in the shoulder, and I didn't want to stand in the batter's sure. box anymore. Yeah, yeah. I get that. That's otherwise I would have been the best baseball player of all time. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's what. If it we're weren't for that, to, if yeah. it weren't for that, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the yips are tough. Yeah, especially if they hit you at ten and never go away. <laughs> <laughs> um. Tell you who doesn't have the yips continuous, continuously, the Yankees. They broke uh, uh, MLB record for uh, single team home runs in a single month. Uh, the previous record was 58, uh, held by the Orioles in like the 70s and the Mariners in 99. Um, they've got 61 so far, and they have a couple of days left to hit some more. Yeah, that's crazy. It's also kind of crazy because like, they haven't, they've kind of been slumping a little bit in the, at least the past seven games or something like that. Yep. Like lost a good three in a row there, but they're still like able to just mash a ton of home runs despite God. it. That's kind of the story of baseball yeah. this year, though. It's just like, who cares about base hits and stuff like that? We're just going to have a ton of home runs. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the Padres are definitely like that. I don't think. Uh, they've they've taken a walk. This like I don't think they uh, have ever gotten on base, but then they just like hit home runs, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like you know getting them. I don't know. They're they're like four fifty seven or something. That's their winning percentage. But I don't or I have no idea. But yeah, um, they're definitely a team that's like gets hot and cold. And I don't want to be one of those guys that's like back in the day you just mm-hmm. make contact with the ball. I know, right? But in a weird way. It's like, oh yeah, they're just hitting home runs, and then they, but like they're not very patient or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. at the plate. I don't know. 
lead I know, needs. I don't know how I'm supposed to complain about them. Yeah, no, I think that that, I mean, I don't know if it's the Padres specifically, but I think that like there's a lot more swinging early in the count because mm-hmm. it's like if you can get a pitch, you should swing at it because yeah. pitchers are so good now. Every pitcher throws 98 miles per hour that like any any sort of small advantage you can get as a hitter. Yeah. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. that's pretty much wraps up the news. That's all the news. That's everything that happened in baseball. Yeah. Nice. And we pretty good week. Those four things. In what world are all four of Well, I guess one maybe. of them was bad. Uh, yeah. The Yankees being good. <laughs> the Yankees, it sucks how likable they, they are. Yeah. How scrappy. Yeah, know. that's what I was thinking too, Brian. Thanks. I mean, it, I mean, yeah, I know. I'm mad at them too. <laughs> I think I, but like all my rage was about like Derek, like how the media would cover like Derek Jeter yeah. and A-Rod and Mariano Rivera, even though those are great players. Like I have nothing against them actually, but right. I always thought it was annoying. And now they're, they're not, not on the Yankees. Like <laughs> I can't get my hackles up about it anymore. <laughs> I know it's true. Sure. I, know. Yeah. I agree. That's fair. Um, okay. Well, we're here to talk about the Padres. Yep. We brought yeah. a little beer. Now this is from Stone Brewery, a classic craft brewery from out of San Diego, California. Yeah. This is the, I think it's the Tangerine Express IPA. Pretty solid. Stone really kicked it off. They kicked off like the craft beer mm-hmm. craze. Especially in that, in San Diego, which yeah. is a big craft beer mm-hmm. area. Um, it's pretty solid beer. Yeah, uh, I like it. Stone is kind of, they're, one of their breweries in San Diego was described to me as like the Disneyland of craft breweries. And it does kind of feel like that. It's like mm-hmm. kind of too. Um, designed yes. and like cold, but in like a fun way, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. They had like a tasting room and I think my 10 year high school reunion was in it. Oh. And it was, it was just okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's good. Beer's good is the thing. So beer is and good. And honestly, my whole thing is like stone, send us a six pack. Wow, we're not even pulling you aside. We're I'm just not, calling you out I'm from calling, the sidelines I'm now. I'm publicly <laughs> calling you out. Usually, we are so nice, and we're so friendly, and we're like, hey, let's just talk privately. Where has that gotten us? Have you gotten a free six-pack, Brady? No. And you know what? I've been talking about all of these breweries without tagging a single one of them, expecting them to find it, and <laughs> as far as I can tell, nobody's... Uh, Taking it to heart. Hey, I'll freaking tag them, and at most, there'll be I'll get a response that's just like three emojis clapping. That's not that's not what I'm asking for. We're asking for some cold hard sponsorship here. <laughs> okay, I swear to God, if we don't get a six pack in the mail in my mailbox, I, we've got no choice but to go on air next up. And just give you my exact mailing address. We have no choice but to do that. Okay? And is that what you want, Stone? I don't think so. I'd be furious if I were you and somebody gave their address on a podcast. That would be terrible. <laughs> That'd be terrible Doxed for you. Doxed themselves. <laughs> yeah. Doxing is not good, and don't and it, make us do it, And Stone. it's unbelievable that you're making us do it. Wow. Well, okay. Thank you. Thanks. That sounded ungrateful at the end. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried they're not going to respond. No, truly, thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good beer. 
Yeah, it's a good beer. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Should we talk some... Let's talk some walk-up music. Let's Ooh, do it. Yes. Padres, walk-up. Hey, first and foremost, we got to do our Bad Bunny check-in. Okay. Uh, Brian, are you ready for this? I'm so ready for this. I'm, I'm excited. You I'm, shouldn't be. What? They're the number two team oh. that has no Bad Bunny. No. Yeah, no Bad Bunny, Brian. No. So far, are the Red serious? Sox and the Padres... I. Honestly, couldn't believe it. I searched, and then I, I was thought, like, maybe my search function is sure. wrong. I thought at least one would would have had it. You would think. Yeah, but no. The Red they're Sox. Just, they're just as bad as the Red Sox. The Red Sox were the last team to integrate, <laughs> which can't be a coincidence. <laughs> and I'm humiliated, and I apologize on behalf, on behalf of the Padres. Yeah. It's sad. It is. It is really too bad. Okay. It is really too bad. Well, I'm lowering my expectations. Yeah, because yeah, I I'll, kind of thought they would hopefully bring it, or at I'm, least some, someone would. I'm definitely curious to see what 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 else we got because they got they're in a hole right now for sure. Yeah, yeah not starting off strong, but let's move on. All right, see. we're gonna start with Kirby Yates. Who? He's the closer. Here we go. It's Bob Marley and the Whalers. Could you be loved? It's okay. <laughs> I I kind of like this, uh-huh. but it is so not intimidating in right. any way. He is like the closer. Yeah, he is coming in to shut down. Yeah. Do you think? Team. Do you think he was just like, yeah, put this on if I ever bat, or <laughs> like play whatever you want when I come in? No, I, don't I don't know. He probably just said, yeah, play whatever you want. <laughs> play whatever you want. Because, uh, yeah, it's a good song. It's That's, a fun song for a player to use, but this is... Like warm-up music. and He's coming in, and he has so many saves. He is almost like he is like 37 or something like that. Oh, wow. He's been great. He's been fantastic this whole year. I mean, I guess it, I mean, it works. It gets him in the zone. It, Ultimately, yeah. this is a very personal choice that these players make yeah. that right. we choose to ridicule them for sometimes. Mm. Yeah, sometimes. I, again, I think if this were a hitter, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Or even like a starting pitcher, <laughs> yes. I would almost be. I would almost uh-huh. understand it. It's like there's just something so associated with a closer and the type of music. ACDC. It's supposed yeah. to be like wild ACDC. thing. Yeah, yeah. ACDC. Uh, Hell's yeah. bells. Right. You know what I'll say about it is that there's like absolutely no tension in it mm-hmm. whatsoever. This seems like just a very fun, loosey goosey song. So, like, if you're way in the lead, hell yeah, throw this song. <laughs> Why not? You're celebrating. You're kicking it off early. But if it's literally the definition of a save yeah. situation, yeah. yeah. If it gets him in the zone, though, maybe it just, okay. maybe maybe it relaxes him and gets him in the zone. Yeah. Well, let's move the on to the next one. A very of uh, it does feel like a very Southern California choice, though. Yeah. At <laughs> least. Yeah, I agree. At very least very Southern. Um, okay, up next, Craig Stammen, who's uh, like the setup, setup guy. guy yeah. Okay, yeah uh-huh. the... Oh. Mm-hmm. Now this is a. This is what more what you'd maybe expect. This is almost the definition of what you'd expect. <laughs> this is Survivor Eye of the Tiger. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know. How this we song got a lot of play, like in my high school during lunch. <laughs> <laughs> some some intense lunches. Well, the student government like had a like a an amp, and they would play songs. Sure, 
in the quad. Oh. Yeah. And I think they played this every day. Sure, yeah. I guess it's, like, inoffensive, but, like, fun and, mm-hmm. you know. I, this is fine. It's just it's just kind of a cliched choice, right. I suppose. That's that's yeah. my only problem. I would say out of all the cliches you could have, this is maybe the most cliche, yeah. like, sports yes. pump-up song. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that said, great. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Up next, Hunter Renfro. Bring in Post Malone featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Oh. Psycho. Psycho. We're going to skip ahead a little bit. (laughs) I'm getting some insights into the Padres clubhouse, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us what you've gleaned from this. I like that. I mean, I don't mind that he's, you know, keeping up with Post Malone, which feels like a very current and Mm -hmm. like, Gen Z band, I mean, guy. Yeah. Um, with a big following amongst the youths. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, this um, is a youth choice. This for is sure. the kind of, yeah, this yeah. is the kind of thing I kind of, I can, can, can appreciate, but don't listen to myself. Yeah. That's how I feel too. This doesn't, mm-hmm. I can't say it does a lot for me as a song. Here's what I'm okay. taking away from this <laughs> for the Padres Clubhouse. They're all about, like, just vibes in that yeah, clubhouse. Yes, yes, I yeah. think so. Everyone yeah. is just trying to get in their zen mode. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. They are listening to this definitely uh, in their own headphones before a game. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. And, like, Hunter Renfro's just like, yeah, yeah. and stick it up, put it up there, too. <laughs> They're having a silent disco warm-up. Right. <laughs> right yeah, that's right. 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 Um, which, this next one might take that and double down. <laughs> Uh, the next one is from Austin Hedges. Is he their catcher? He's their catcher. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, it's good. I, it is like funny, right? Mm-hmm. He is like being funny by making this choice. But I, He's it's also all right. batting like 211 yeah, or something. It's all right. It shows a little bit. I think. Here's, I mean, it's going to go back to my thing of baseball players trying to be funny. Mm. I think somebody else already did this. Mm. I think maybe Bryce Harper oh, used wow, really? this as a walk-up song a little bit, at least. Maybe it wasn't, but I do think yeah. somebody did this. Mm-hmm. And it, it is one of those things where it's like, yeah, it was funny the first time that somebody decided to play this song as their walk-up song, but it's like, it's not funny anymore. Right. That's yeah. that's all. I don't mind it though because it a is good like song. it's a good song. It shows he has some personality. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. You know what? And we know how I feel about uh, baseball players being funny and w- the originality of it. I don't care as much about the originality. <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's bonus points for me. <laughs> this is still pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's not a. It's a good song too. Yeah. It's funny to imagine him coming up to the plate four times and hearing yeah. it. Yeah. Four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it has diminishing returns, or it's that like Andy Kaufman effect where it's like, this sucks, man. And the very next time you're <laughs> right. like, pretty funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, lastly, we have Eric Hosmer. Okay. With Fat Joe featuring Remy Ma. All the way up. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. This rules. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I like this. 
This is a great walk-up song. It's I think. a really like, good walk-up song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's also like, well, maybe less so with Machado now, but at least at first was kind of like the leader of the team, right? right? And it's like, yeah, it's like good. It's a good kind of like leader of the team uh, song to be using. Yeah, for sure. It feels like he's taking it seriously, and it's like, a walk-up music matters, guys. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's setting an example. Yeah, which apparently was not followed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're laughing at him in the clubhouse. Uh, yeah. But no, this is, yeah, this is good. I like this. He throws off their mixtape for sure, but I'll tell you what, that's a good walk-up song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a really good one. I'm surprised there wasn't some country that stood out to you. Yeah. I think there was maybe one country song. Yeah. Um, Because I'm with you on that. I think you guys were talking, somebody had a Randy Hauser song. Yep. And I love it. I love that song. I love that album. That's that Running Out of Moonlight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I Uh remember that one. Did I like that one okay? Mm, I don't know that you (laughs) did. It's like Randy Hauser is is so, he's like literally like every song is like Trucks, Moonlight, with your best gal. It's a little too much. Yeah, he's the idea of uh, country that most people have that they're like, absolutely yeah. not. But <laughs> right. for some reason, reason, it's so good. It's great. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I don't. I I can't remember if there was any uh, country track on there that mm. particularly. Well, I give them out. a D D minus. Wow, low score. <laughs> I was going to go higher than that. D minus. <laughs> I have high expectations. I want them to You're grading show them on everyone else up. Like, just really bring it. Yeah. Because they seem to be having a lot of fun. Actually, I mean, this is a thing about the Padre. I mean, the, I, this year, the Padres seem to have been having a lot of fun. It seems that way. Um, even though they started losing. Yeah. Um, I give that one from, compared to the other ones we've heard, Slightly above average. Okay. I would say that's a slightly above average list mm-hmm. of songs. Nothing was super bad. I, Nothing I, was super bad, which yeah. it, which we've had a lot of really bad. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think just from that. Yeah, I think I'll split the difference and say like right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Just to be contrarian. Sure. But also, but we I all think, admit, not very good. No. <laughs> not great. <laughs> I'll say they probably had some of the weirdest picks yeah. that mm-hmm. we've had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, take that for what you will. Well, that's kind of a little taste of the Padres. But now let's really get into it. Let's huh? get into it. Let's do it. Whoa, I like that you hit the microphone there. I hit the, the microphone right at the end. Yeah, kind of a on beat. I got really into it. Um, all right, the San Diego Padres. Brian, you have been a lifelong fan. Yeah. Um, uh, what was it like growing up a Padres fan? I think it's very interesting to root for a team that, I, I you know, in the 70s had a kind of the sense that it was like a sideshow and not very good. Mm -hmm. And um, it was very much, as a kid, um, you know, I think I collected the baseball cards and and I really loved going to the stadium as a 
it was Jack Murphy Stadium, now called Qualcomm, one of those big concrete, um, like two sports stadiums mm-hmm. uh, where the Chargers also played. And um, I remember as a kid, I loved to go to the game. Um, my parents like split season tickets with like 16 other people. So my dad like goes to like a draft where you take a whole slate of season tickets um, and there's like locks and bagels and everybody <laughs> kind of just um, drafts the games they want to go to. This is great. I've never heard of people doing this and yeah. I, I really, really like that. I really like going. It's very cool. <laughs> Everyone has different priorities too. Uh-huh. Like they've been doing it forever. They've been doing it since like 1980 or something like that. Um, and uh, some people are like, I want to get the best, you know, I just want Saturday night games or like I want this game because like my my dad will be in town or my my kids will be in town or, right. um, you know, oh, I'm actually a Cubs fan so I want the <laughs> Cubs game yeah. <laughs> or something like that. And um, so you kind of have like like a share of like a one sixteenth of, and that gets you about like four, five, six games a year, or you can get double that or something like mm-hmm. that. So, um, and our tickets have gotten better over the years. So I've always tried to go to a game at Petco park now, um, uh, you know, once a year or something like that. And now that they've been season ticket holders, with all these people for so long the the seats have like marched up to the, to the visiting clubhouse, which now with StubHub means you're like surrounded by diamond, diamondbacks fans. <laughs> Anytime you go to the game, which is a little annoying, like yeah. you're right in front of the visiting clubhouse. So everybody like sells those tickets to people from out of town. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. Um, uh, which is kind of weird, but I think as a kid, I go to Qualcomm, they have those big like um, concrete spirals to like get up to the, top level mm-hmm. and you know you know like have you seen oh, those yeah. yes yeah like old stadiums mm-hmm. and and how they look and um and i thought the coolest thing in the world was going to the game bringing my glove bringing a ball that had a little extra bounce to it and throwing it against the wall in the middle of the game i would leave the game <laughs> forget what's happening who cares Padres are losing. You and I would throw the ball against the wall of these big sort of spiral Uh, ramps basically and the ball because it was a curved wall would like hit anywhere and Mm -hmm. I would like practice ground balls (laughs) that's incredible there and I would bring my club and I wanted to catch a foul ball and you know sort of so I think it was it was mostly it was very much about going to the game for me and also like Tony Gwynn Tony Gwynn is like they call him Mr. Padre and he played from 1984 1983 something like that might have been his rookie year Mm Um, until 2000, um, and, um, (laughs) was amazing the entire time and was from Long Beach, you know, like went to, um, Long Beach state or maybe from San Diego and went to Long Beach state, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, was kind of like a hometown hero who at a time when the Padres couldn't afford to keep anyone like famously traded away Gary Sheffield, Fred McGriff, um, you know, a lot of great players, uh, Tony Grant Gwynn stuck around and yeah, uh, like took agree- a, agreed to take less money, took a to San Diego there. discount. Yeah, basically, that's fun. Is what they called yeah. it and was on the same tw- team for 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's that was crazy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, got 3000 hits with the Padres was, um, in the hall of, uh, voted into the hall of fame first ballot with Cal Ripken <laughs> jr. And was just like, and then died of, of, um, tongue cancer yeah because because of um chewing chewing tobacco yeah Yeah. so like it's just this you know 
San Diego's really loved this guy and he was gone too soon. Um, he coached the Aztec baseball team. He coached Steven Strasburg on the Aztecs, mm-hmm. um, when he was, uh, can't say Aztecs anymore. It's the same yeah. as Cleveland baseball team. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Realizing are they still called this moment? I assume they're still called the Aztecs. They are, so, they yeah. are the San Diego state Aztecs, yeah. but, um, you know, just meant a lot to people in San Diego and was so good. And is a kind of baseball player that like doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Like, Hit for high average, like 384, 394. Yeah. Wow. Would win one, eight National League batting titles. Yeah. Just, it was, it's crazy. Yeah. He was like the reason that you, people would go to games, I Mm -hmm. think, in in the 90s. Cause there wasn't much else. There wasn't much else. Yeah. Except in 1998, where they went to the World Series, they were roided up. Like, I mean, (laughs) Ken Caminetti, like all these guys were Kevin Brown. I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to get you guys sued for saying like Kevin Brown did steroids. I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea if he did. But there were some big boys who you haven't heard of because their careers were very short and possibly like, you know, um, you know, they burned bright, like a lot of, you know, Greg uh, Vaughn, Greg Vaughn, just a lot of guys did in the nineties and probably, you know, were taking some cream and clear to, to keep up. And so they showed up to the world series and got creamed by the Yankees. And that's why our fathers hate that. hate the Yankees. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so, and then since then, they haven't really done time. anything. Yeah. Getting creamed by the Yankees. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I really, really love, uh, like, franchise players, essentially, like, hometown heroes. Yeah. People like that. Um, and, yeah, the idea of staying at any job ever for, like, 20 years yeah. is crazy. <laughs> yeah. To do it in, like, Major League Baseball that just shows like an intense love from both sides of you know yeah. that yeah. the team mm-hmm. loves you the city loves you and also the as a player you love playing for that team in that city right i mean it's easy if you're like in new york and the yankees cuz new york's a great uh city and the yankees are a historically great team who always does well yeah. so mm-hmm. like i feel like that's why they do that pretty often but they you know I, I don't really truly know nothing about San Diego. I've mm-hmm. never been. Um, but you know, I, I know Cleveland and we, there's like a couple of guys like, uh, that, uh, that just love Cleveland so much. And we're like, thank you for loving Cleveland. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Right. Like Francisco Lindor. Do you think he's like going to be one of those guys? Do you think he's going to stick around? Is I would, that... I would beg Cleveland to spend any amount of sure. money to hold on to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my money is on him, uh, being too expensive for us to keep. Yeah. It's a little. It's a little different. I feel like teams can afford. Obviously, the Padres can now afford Manny Machado, which is crazy. Yeah. Because you know, um, yeah. you know, so even small market teams. Because the Padres, I mean, they've. It's only San Diego County. Like if you leave San Diego County, it's kind of you've got desert on one side, you've got that ocean on the other, um, you've got the border at, to the south, and then anything above, like in Orange, and then Orange County yeah, to the north, LA, where the yeah. Angels and and the Dodgers yeah. play. So like you know, the San Diego market can never be the biggest. And in the nineties, obviously that was a big problem. And now maybe TV contracts are so valuable. You can afford your players a little bit more. I think that's true. I just think also like the, the owners are so wealthy that I Mm -hmm. think like the argument doesn't hold much water anymore. Cause like they are making a lot of, they're making a good amount of money from this that like, yeah, they, they should be able to afford to Mm -hmm. spend more money on their players. We can only hope. 
Yeah. We yeah, can we can only hope they get signed to superstar superstar deals. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> okay, so, um, you know, this the Padres, they've been to two World Series in yes. their franchise history. Oh, yeah. And the last time they were in the playoffs was what, 2006? Is that what you said? Um, they were in, yeah, they were in the playoffs in 2006 and got swept by the Cardinals. And since then, they haven't done anything. They got close in 2010. Right. And the Giants destroyed them yeah. and then won Oof. the World Series. And I'm mad. I'm mad about it. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad about it. Yeah. I mean, that was also like a historic collapse by the Padres. <laughs> I think the Padres had lost 10 games in a row in the last month. And like the Giants clawed their way back, basically. Had you fully converted mm-hmm. to the Giants at that point? Yeah. I converted in like 08 or 09. Okay. Well, that's so lucky for you. I know. I got lucky. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> And I, I mean, I never loved the Padres as a kid, even though I should have. Mm-hmm. But then as I kind of got back into baseball, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I was stupid for not liking the Padres. You should like the team that you're from. And then I had all these friends that were Giants fans, and it was just, like, easier to become a Giants fan. Oh, sure. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, but that's a pretty – I guess we kind of want to talk about, like – That's a long time to not ever be in yes. the playoffs. That's 13 years. Yeah, it's not good. It's really um, – I don't know – I think in, I mean, the new general manager in 2014 or something like that um, showed up, like traded for James Shields and Craig Kimbrell and and um, uh, Justin Upton mm-hmm. and was like, we're going to win now. And I think that actually wasn't the idea. I think the idea was to get a bunch of players who they could trade away or be free agents to like contending teams and yeah. like get like draft picks back and and um just get value back from that so so just like you know sign a bunch of players and and um kind of like you know it kind of looked like they were going to compete and they've kind of just been you know bad one of the bottom two teams for yeah. a long time they've been like that for most of their history yeah and honestly it's been tough to look at them this year because i know next year they're going to bring back the brown uniforms and I'm so excited for that. <laughs> That's what's going on in San Diego Padres land. It's just like costume change. And they have a really, I mean, the thing is, is that like they, they did bring back value from, mm-hmm. from the moves that they, they made. Did. I mean, yeah. they got, they traded James Shields right. for Fernando Tatis Jr. Yes. Which is like an unbelievably lopsided trade. I know. He's so good. He's so good. And James Shield was so bad. So it's Ugh. like. Yeah, they and and like their future, you never know, but their future looks relatively bright, I would say. I think so. I mean, at yeah. the very least they are a fun team to root for. They're a fun team to root for. They had really great prospects. Mm-hmm. Um uh they've been consistently rated with the the Blue Jays as like the um you know, best farm system in baseball and I think yeah, they their plan is sort of yeah to to try to win not necessarily this year but um, in a few years yeah I think I'm reminded of like a Cubs team before you know everyone was there already like Rizzo and Chris Bryant but they still like lost ninety games yeah and then the next year yeah they like went to the playoffs and lost and then the year after that they they won it all it or was something like, like that kind of the same with the Astros too they kind right. of like a year early were suddenly like oh they're in the playoffs they mm-hmm. didn't win but they like yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's at least fun. I mean, it's less fun to be on the opposite side of it, where you're like, 
oh god we have like two years yeah. to like yeah. really capitalize on this and we're just not there um, yeah you know at least uh, if you have a strong farm system at least you can just be like hey truly mm-hmm. any year now and you know you'll hold off so i think the padres Padre, to be a Padre fan, you know, I, we have hope right now. I don't know how warranted it is because maybe you'd rather be a different team, but, um, like some team that actually like seems to, I don't know, like the Reds or something, you know, the Reds who like kind of didn't get the results, but have a lot of like guys hitting, hitting home runs yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. But, um, maybe they'll be good and maybe they'll be the Cinderella story or something like that next year. I mean, the twins did it yeah. all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I yep. guess. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, the Padres, I don't know, their future looks bright. Yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. So they have the third longest playoff drought Ooh. concurrently running. Right. Wow. Can you can either of you name the first or second? First or second team playoff drought. We talked yes. about this on the podcast once. I'm pretty sure I know the first. Okay, I what's don't the wanna, first? Uh, it's the Cleveland Indians. No, 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 no. The, not oh, just wait. playoff, playoff drought. drought, not oh. World Series drought. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, is it the Rockies? No, no. Ooh. Oh it, boy, it's uh, the Mariners. Oh, oh God, yeah. 2001 was the last time they. Oh were in the playoffs. yeah! Oh. Yikes! <laughs> yeah. And then after them is the Marlins, and which I don't know if I would have come up with them. 2003 was the last time they were in, and they won the World Series. I think, oh God, <laughs> that's kind of, this is the philosophical question I want to pose to you guys. Cause it's like, is like rooting for a team that has never won at all. I don't like, is that actual, is that different somehow? Should I be feel humiliated um, because they've never won? Um, you know, w- what does it mean to root for a team with a long playoff drought? Or like with or like a world, yeah. long world series. I, I like, don't know. I think that you should not be humiliated by it at all. No, definitely not. You, I, I think like it. I don't know. I, I, I think there's something like good about that in a way where it's like, I don't know. There, it, it, it humbles you. Uh, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. I, I think it definitely humbles you. Uh, also, I, I don't know. I think it keeps it interesting. Mm-hmm. I, if I. If I was rooting for a team that's just perennially great, well, yeah, God, that would be fun. <laughs> Can you imagine? But also, like, I, it would take something, uh, a little bit of the specialness of winning that or getting to the playoffs out of it yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. I think I would be, but it's so scary when, when they get in the playoffs then to. Hey, sure. I, preaching to the choir, my I man. know, I know. Yeah. You're, I, I, I am. So, it's, yeah, yeah. Cleveland has the longest World Series drought of 70 years, which is... And they time. deserve it. I mean, they in my deserve perfect it. world, I would want every team to win the World Series in order of how long it's been since they won sure. it. Yeah. And then they can't win it for a while, and then you have to, yeah, you have to, like, queue up to win the World Series, and everyone gets one. It's only polite. And everyone gets to feel feel good. <laughs> Uh, Who do we think is like the the like long not longest the like most suffering fan base in baseball? That's a great question. I think it's Cle- I think it's Cleveland. <laughs> it by number of years. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it you, might be. I I mean, I've said this. I I may have said this on the podcast. I've de- I definitely say this all the time. Uh, Cleveland's 
Uh, it was amazing to see uh, LeBron win with the Cavs. Mm-hmm. That in no way means as much to the city as much as a Cleveland Indians World Series. Yeah. And that is in no way means as much as a Cleveland Browns Super Bowl. Right. So I, I think, yes, there is some suffering there, but also like our, our team ha- has been great. I hesitate okay. to say that we're the most suffering in baseball. Uh, yeah, I think the fact that your team has been good, has been very good, got to the World Series in 2016, was great in the 90s, was like a super fun, mm-hmm. great team to root for in the 90s, yeah. not that long ago. Maybe, maybe works against you in terms of suffering. I would say that we're yeah. the most tortured. Okay. Yeah. But uh-huh. not the most sure. suffering. I think that's a good... That's a that's a great distinction because like the Marlins winning instead like yeah. it, it's horrible to me but right. that's hor- horrible to me as a Padres fan because that list of teams that have never won anything keeps getting shorter and shorter yeah. yeah like and the the Astros are off it too right but maybe it really is the Mariners I think it's got to be because the because they also have the record for the winningest season right yes oh, and God. then lost and then lost yeah maybe in the first round of the playoffs that's horrible. And they have never been in the World Series. I mean, they don't have as long of a history. They've got 42 mm-hmm. seasons. And have never been in the World Series. Have this super long playoff drought. Had, had a really fun team yeah. that kind of could never put it together except for the one year where they absolutely put it together and then they mm-hmm. didn't win. That's heartbreaking. It is. And this is why I'm mad at the Giants. Because the 2010 <laughs> team was like Aubrey Huff. Yeah, Have you it seen was, Aubrey Huff's tweets? Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. <laughs> but he's a bad man. He's a bad man. And you're, you love him because he, he won the 2010 World Series for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Aubrey Huff, I stand. Oh, my God. Juan Uribe was shortstop. Hey, Juan Uribe was great. Okay. For them, that one season. He's a big man. <laughs> big, a big man, man. playing shortstop. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad. That's the like the last time I really was like because the Padres were kind of good they had Adrian Gonzalez in 2009 yeah. 2010 before they uh you know lost him to free agency and and that was the last time I, I you know I was in college and had nothing to do and I was like yeah 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 give me give me um no for Padres. sure and then it was like yeah for the for the Giants to win with this like team that Rag like tech, was just thrown together basically yeah except with for, like, Bruce Bochy who is the, yes. who was the backup catcher on the Padres and a, um, and a great manager in 1984 when they went to the yeah. World Series and oh, lost wow. to the Tigers and yeah. was a great manager for the for, Padres. Yeah, and for then, basically Quinn Gwynn's heyday. He, yeah, Bo- Bochi was their manager. He was a really good manager. Yeah. So then he leaves and and then you know wins three World Series. Uh, the so only wow. tortured thing. There is one other franchise that uh, actually has a longer World se- uh, a, a longer World Series drought than the Nationals. Uh, has never, or, or sorry, it is the Nationals. Oh. They have been around for longer, so they have a longer drought. But they, it was, it's one of those like they were the Expos, and then they became the Nationals. Right, and it's like, well, did any Expo fan turn into a Nationals fan? Probably not. No, I can't imagine. So, yeah, so like that doesn't count. And the no, Rangers, it doesn't count. It yeah. absolutely does not count. <laughs> no, I I did not all of a sudden become a Baltimore Ravens fan. <laughs> right, the exact right, opposite. Right. I hate them. <laughs> oh my god! And the Chargers moved to L.A. and I live in L.A. and I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Absolutely yeah. not. And the Rangers had their had their chance. The they Rangers did. blew their chance. Two so, World Series in a row. Two World Series in a row. And the in the 
Second one, they were a strike away from winning the World Series. Oh, my God. So this is, I So, like, you can't feel bad for that. (laughs) This was also kind of on my mind, was just, do we live in a universe where some teams are destined to lose and others are destined to win? Because I I watched, I remember Mm -hmm. watching um, the Nationals lose to the Cardinals in, like, extra innings of, like, some division series or something, and the Cardinals just, like, come back, like, as if it was a miracle and then just like go to the world series. Like it was nothing. And the nationals have, even though they have been really good, have not won a playoff, uh, series. Yes. They've like not made it past the first round, even though they've had like these really strong teams that they could, that made it to the playoffs every season. There are moments when I watch baseball and I think to myself, Oh my God, curses are real. Like a witch has done this. (laughs) Like truly like, uh, I mean, I almost thought like uh, I'm sorry to bring up Cubs, Cubs, you know, Chicago and Cleveland World. It's okay. Series it always constantly. comes up. It always yeah, comes it up. It does because it was a it was it was <laughs> it was amazing television. But it was I, I remember I really being thought, yeah I remember like being like this is like yeah it's amazing Brady how did you feel kind of after <laughs> that Jesus Christ <laughs> I felt bad Joey <laughs> I guess there were moments watching that World Series where I thought like. Oh my God, he's gonna blow it, and curses are real. Uh huh. You know, like curses. Yeah, and curses sure. can't be undone. Yeah. Like really, kind of getting into myself. Sometimes I feel like I watch sports, and whatever I am rooting for, the opposite happens, and that I shouldn't watch. Is, like I might not watch like the playoffs if San Diego's in. <laughs> oh like, sure, I'm kind it's of like, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, I I will ruin it for them by watching it. Yeah, sure. Are there any curses associated with Cleveland with the uh, uh, either I guess any of their sports teams, but specifically baseball? Um, none that I can think of off the top of my head, but um, the one that I believe to be true, um, or at least used to, uh, is Curse of the Wahoo. Oh, <laughs> Chief Wahoo! Oh no! As the um, uh, like logo the mascot um yeah and i was really hoping that this year would be the first year sure, without the it first year without it so they it would maybe ma- can break it which i still believe to be true and i think we'll win the world series yeah they might have to do a little bit longer atoning for that one though you don't think right away it would be fine <laughs> <laughs> well the the fans are still showing up to the game with the yeah, chief I, I mean, that's just gonna happen forever I on think. their on their bods yeah. yeah. Not much you can do about that. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I, I don't think that they, the last time they won um, the World Series uh, was in 1948, and that was pre-Wahoo, I believe. Um, let me see. Oh, Wahoo. He's, oh, God, he doesn't look good. Mm-mm. Oh. He's he's a bad it's a bad he's bad yeah I got drawing. him up on the screen oh no um and it's not good um I can't find exactly when they actually incorporated him sure um, well but yeah I, that that's my sure uh thing I actually read an entire book about um just the bad luck of Cleveland sports and it's longer than you would hope. Um, it's astounding how many things have gone wrong. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, there is a, on the sports related curses, Wikipedia, there is an entry for San Diego as like, and the question is, 
is it a cursed city? I think in sports media. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, that's the, mm-hmm. the common, like, is it a cursed town, right? Right. Because like, uh, that, that city has never seen a championship. Never, in ever. The, in the four major sports. Right. And they used to have NBA teams. The Rockets used to be in San Diego. Right. And Houston, the, Clippers. the Clippers used to be yeah. in San Diego, moved to L.A. The, the Chargers moved to L.A., right. never won. Won a, like an AFL championship like before the Super Bowl existed. So like right. have technically won like some an, an AFL championship, but it's not kind of not the really same. the real thing. It's yeah. not the same thing. And yeah, and the Padres, but I'm not really convinced it's like a real sports curse. I think yeah. in 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 like sports media, like a baseball writer would probably say like, "Oh, they don't care about their team, you know, so much because the weather's so good. I mean, that is a part, right? It's like, how cursed can you be if you're like living in San Diego and it's like That's nice true. all the time? And That's yeah. true. It's true. I think Padres fans do have like long memories though. Sure. And I, I get the sense that like maybe Twitter has done this where you kind of see more chatter about the team you root for and you're like, you realize that like there are more fan- fans out there than you think. But, you know, I think, you know, Padres fans definitely like are loyal to the team. And mm-hmm. now that it's the only game in town because the Chargers left, I mean, that was probably part of the, the the idea behind the Machado signing is, you know, it's like, let's make a big splash now yeah. that we're the only game in town. And um, Peco Par's great. I remember watching games early this season and granted it's it was at a time where like some ballparks are still probably cold and stuff like that but the Petco was always like much more full than other games I was watching. Yeah. I think like they've got a pretty dedicated fan base at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh which is great. Yeah. I mean, I like the Padres. I'd like for them to be good. Yeah. I'd like them for them to wear brown. I would yes, I'm excited. I just looked up the unis. Wow. I love that. They're really good. <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right now it's just like boring and stale. Yeah, it's bad. Are really they going boring. are they they're doing full-time brown? They're doing full-time brown. It won't necessarily look like the brown and gold um like Taco Bell unis, sure. is what they what they call them, um that they wear on Friday nights. I think it'll be a new look. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that that blue and white and gold or whatever it was was terrible. It it was. It was really I mean, bad. and then they got rid of the gold because they were like, it's too much. Yeah. Or they wanted to like pay homage to the Navy or something. They're always trying to do hey, like little like every know, Sunday salute to the military thing, which, you know, God bless our troops or whatever. <laughs> but like, <laughs> do they still do they every look, Sunday they wear every camouflage? Every san- Sunday they wear camouflage. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, which is, that's, uh, this was so scary to me. Even like the uniform thing, I swear to God, like, I'm so worried the president's going to be like, you know, what if our colors were red, white, and blue instead? Like, just out of yeah. the blue and just, like, change his mind. Yeah. Because I think it's always been, I don't know, they they seem scared of it. They seem yeah. scared of bringing back the brown because it's distinctive. But it's so fun. I love it. it. It's so good. It's very fun. It harkens yeah. back to, like, it's a very, like, 70s color palette. Yeah. And that's a good it's golden also, It's also the color that, like, Padres wore. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, oh, I, I think I mean, the, the, the fans they want now are like my age and older and grew up watching Tony Gwynn play in brown. And I think that's part of the reason it's coming back is because yeah. it's like, you know, we have a lot of memories and and they looked good. And uh, I mean, the, you saw like Bryce Harper in those Phillies, like those yes. the blue ones, yes. flu- yeah. Phillies uniforms. He looked great. Yeah. <laughs> like the 70s, they knew what was up. <laughs> I want the Astros back in the tequila sunrise yeah. jerseys, too. Yeah, They're all great. Yeah. Agreed. 
Uh, we'll be talking jerseys in a few weeks, I think. Cool. Yeah. That should be fun. For sure. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. I got uh, thoughts. I'll be listening. Hey, thanks, Brian. Oh, this was awesome, guys. I'm what so a, happy. What a treat. This is the baseball content I crave, and I'm so <laughs> happy that you guys you know, had me on the show to yeah. talk a little. We're thrilled to have you. This yeah, was amazing. Hometown, hometown team. You have anything to plug, like um, stuff that you're doing in New York while you're here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the meatball shop. I'm getting a meatball sub. Great. Uh, you can catch Brian there. I'm, getting, uh, I'm on Twitter at NPR Dad is my Twitter handle. Um, and I don't really I don't really say anything. I just like to keep up with the news. Yeah, so just follow <laughs> NPR Dad's likes. <laughs> on thank Twitter. you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The algorithm will sort you out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, great. Cool. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Thanks everybody thanks. for listening. We'll see you next time. The Bean Ball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callaghan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz, and our logo is by Brad Mead. If you'd like to contact us, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.